Hello, I'm Sandra Olwine, pastor here at First United Methodist Church in Pasadena, California. And on behalf of our staff and entire congregation, I want to welcome you to this time of worship. In these days of pandemic, we are continuing to worship virtually as a way to care for the health of the congregation and our broader community. But there is still so much for which we can give thanks, not least of all the gifts of technology and the power of the Spirit that allows us to still be drawn together in community, to grow in faith, and to learn how it is we can serve the world with God's love. So in anticipation of the Spirit's moving among us, let us then turn our hearts to praise and prayer. From the great to the small, sing, sing to God, God, for God, God has done, done marvelous things. Let the electrons circle in their nuclei. Let the earth spin on its axis. Let the moons orbit the planets. Let the planets orbit the sun. Let the sun spiral in its galaxy. Let, Let the, the galaxies, galaxies revolve around their creator together for joy. joy. 
from the small to the great, and from the great to the small. Sing to God, for God has done marvelous things. Let us join our voices together in the prayer of the day. God, we bring our songs to you today, and we wait to be held by yours. We bring our faithfulness, shape it with grace. We bring our success, shape it with generosity. We bring our weaknesses, shape them with compassion. We bring our possibilities, shape them with hope. We confess, God, that the way is hard and we are tired. Speak into our tiredness with your song of grace. We confess that the way is unclear and we do not know the path. Speak into our wandering with your song of vision. We confess that we are tired of waiting and we just want to make it happen. Speak into our impatience 
with your story of wisdom. Let your song be our song. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, young Christians. Today is a very special day in the church called All Saints Sunday. Now, before we get into what that means, you might wanna see if you can find a candle. Maybe if you picked up your Sunday school sailor pail from the church last night, you should have a little candle in your pail, um, one with a switch on the bottom, so you can turn it on like that. Um, if you don't have one of those candles that you can turn on with a switch, you might find a grown-up who could help you find a candle that you light with a flame. So go find your candle and bring it back and we will talk a little bit about All Saints together. Halloween is fun for its candy you seek. But did you know it's not the only holiday this week? All Saints Day falls on the 1st of November, and we celebrate it together as a way to remember the saints of the church, both famous and not, for their example of faith and for loving a lot. What is a saint, you might ask your pastor, but I'll answer that question. It's probably faster. Saints are people who love God and others. They see everyone on earth as their sisters and brothers. We give thanks for those who have died this last year. We say their names. We smile. We might shed a tear. And as they sing God's praises, we can join in the chorus by doing for others what the saints have done for us. Be kind. Forgive. Tell other people about the love of God that makes you want to shout, God is great. God is good. God always comes through just like the Bible said God would. So enjoy your candy, but don't forget to say, along with Trick or Treat, Happy All Saints Day. Happy All Saints Day. Did you find a candle? And can you think of someone you want to remember with joy today? I want to take a moment to tell you about one of my favorite saints to remember on All Saints Day. His name was Brother Sanders. Now, brother wasn't really his first name, but that's how he introduced himself. It was a way to remember that in God, we're all brothers and sisters. Now, Brother Sanders wasn't someone who had a lot. He didn't have a lot of money or a lot of nice things or a nice home. But if you ever saw Brother Sanders and you asked him how he was doing, he would say with great joy, I am blessed and highly favored. Brother Sanders loved to sing. He would just walk around the neighborhood singing a song, but more importantly, he sang a song of praise to God with his life. In the last years of his life before he got sick, he spent most of his time volunteering at an after-school program, helping kids, reading them stories, sharing his love and his light. Remembering Brother Sanders helps me to remember that there's always something to be grateful for. When we have God and when we have one another, we have reason for great joy. Today, we're learning from Psalm 98, which tells us to sing a new song to the Lord, to tell of all the marvelous things that God has done. So today, we light our candles. We remember with joy all the people of faith who we've known who shine the light of Christ in our lives. We join with them and with each other and with all of creation in a joyful song of praise. We are blessed and highly favored. Even in the midst of a difficult time, there's so much to be grateful for. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for all of the people in our lives who have loved you and loved others well. Thank you for those who have taught us to be joyful, even in difficult times. 
help us to join in their song today and always. God has made us God's people and has set us in the company of saints, past and present, among those who have made bold witness to God's goodness and truth. God's word opens up new futures where we see no way forward. And God knows the places in our hearts where we are afraid, afraid of a future we cannot control, afraid of losing health and independence, afraid for the well-being of our children, afraid that past mistakes will ruin our future. As we prepare to come to the table to feast on God's grace, we turn our hearts and minds and spirits to God, trusting that our missteps and failures, our fears and anxieties will not lead us beyond God's loving embrace. Let us offer then our prayer of confession together. Merciful God, you call us to be salt of the earth and light of the world. We confess that our witness is often bland and gloomy. Forgive us when we fail to be an influence for good and when we condone or do what is wrong in your sight. Help us to flavor the earth with righteousness and to reflect the light of your love in a world of shadows. Through Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Amen. I invite you now into a few moments of silent prayer and confession. Hear these words of assurance. Beloved, through the love shown to us by Jesus, we can be sure that we are God's children now. The Spirit of Christ is among us in this gathering, and the nature of Christ is revealed within us. We are becoming more and more like Christ each day. Therefore, let us live joyfully as God's people, saints, and instruments of God's way. Amen. Psalm 98 will be the focus scripture for the next few weeks as we begin the Together for Joy worship and stewardship series. This morning we listen to the entire psalm. Sing to the Lord a new song, for God has done marvelous things. 
His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. a new song something about being new that we're going to have a lot of new beginnings there's going to be a lot of changes and new ideas and we should be open to it for discussion and accepting a lot of these he wanted his people to think differently to get some new ideas but to think things through and not uh, be so judgmental. sing a new song and that's when our Methodist Church finally divides because that's going to be a hardship and hard on everyone but I agree I I don't want to go to a church that doesn't accept everyone I think it also means new life uh, you know the old kind of backing away and the new life coming through we know we're in for a lot of changes. Uh, of course, we always remember our parents. That uh, My father, mother, and my brother that was killed in World War II. I've had three very best friends. Dick Bowman, which he wasn't member of church, but he did go to church sometimes. He was our neighbor. And uh, Jerry Lohr was my very best friend. And then he's passed on too. And then uh, Bob Clausen, which was, we were like brothers. My mother, who raised three girls alone. And uh, so many of our Quester friends. And I, for one, think about and miss uh, uh, George and Pat Mann, because they we're our minister for so, so long. I am delighted that we're as, at least have that. I, I joined the Thursday Bible study at noon and we did the, the picnic and you know, different special days. But now it's just not the same as being there. Do you think we're ever gonna be able to hug each other again, and shake hands? I hope so.
We are living through days of struggle and disorientation. And as the novel coronavirus surges out of control again across the nation and around the world, and health experts are now cautioning us that any semblance of normality might well take us into 2022, many of us feel as if we have slipped our moorings and are adrift in a turbulent and even angry sea. In Philadelphia this week, another African-American family is mourning as police officers there shot and killed Walter Wallace Jr., who evidently struggled with mental health issues and whose mother was there attempting to de-escalate the situation. Questions again arise about the use of deadly force as the go-to response by law enforcement in too many communities of color. And on Tuesday, our country's long election cycle will finally end. Yet predictions are that we well may not know the outcome of that election for days or possibly even weeks. With the deep divisions between citizens for the first time in decades, maybe ever since the Civil War, there is concern that whatever the results, uprising and chaos, destruction and violence might fill our streets. Yes, anxieties are running high. Well, in the midst of such uncertainty and stress, our worship theme for the next few weeks, Together for Joy, might seem out of touch, even tone deaf to the world in which we currently find ourselves. I mean, joy is not our go-to response when we are stretched to our limits of patience, compassion, and goodwill. Rather than proclaiming cantante domino, sing to the Lord, we might want to cry Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy. Maybe then it's good that we're beginning this focus on All Saints Sunday, a day in which we remember and give thanks for those people in our lives who have joined the church eternal, whose steadfast faith, resiliency through trials, and orientation towards love of others, lift our eyes above the realities of the daily grind toward a more expansive and life-giving horizon. Saints are the people who remind us of the big picture, witnesses to the steady pulse of God's presence in our lives, whether our days are easy or difficult. Their lives sing to us the song of steadfastness and faithfulness and invite us to join the chorus. Jen Chapman and the Time for Young Christians this morning remembered one such person in her life, Brother Sanders. Phyllis and Howard Underwood in the Together for Joy video remembered family and friends, as well as the Reverend George and his wife, Pat Mann, the beloved pastor of this congregation, who no doubt for many of you are included in your great cloud of witnesses. Well, who else comes to mind for you? Whose light continues to shine in and through you as you make your way through these difficult days, helping keep hope alive in your life? If you're in the chat room, maybe share their names with each other. And at home, take time today, now, and the days to come to talk about those who help ground and inspire you. Recalling how their living invites you to see what is around you in new or life-giving ways. For that is what Psalm 98 is, a song of our ancestors that invites us to see beyond the fray the victory of God. It's a song that arises because of who God is as sovereign, a song that proclaims God's steadfast love for God's people. God's victory, or otherwise translated as God's saving grace, that brings God's people through the calamities in which they find themselves. There is joy because of the experience of God's presence and that gift causes the faithful to sing a new song, to see new possibilities, to believe that life is stronger and more resilient than the forces of evil and oppression, and yes, even than death. Psalm 98 begins with the circle of believers, expands to all humanity, and does not stop until all creation joins in the anticipatory praise that we call hope and eager expectation summoning the world to burst forth in an enthusiastic expression of praise to God. Oh, there is joyous theological imagination at work in this song. Envision the chorus and the orchestra, if you will. All the land shout to the Lord with uplifted voice. There is rejoicing and singing. 
The harp accompanies the singing. Trumpets and horns add to the praise. The sea and its creatures join the chorus. The clapping rivers add a backbeat. And finally, the hills ring out with joy. Cantante Domino, sing to the Lord. You know, we hear this same message in the hymn written by Bishop William Walsam Howe for all the saints. He was inspired to write that hymn by the people he served, which were not the high and mighty. You see, he turned down prestigious appointments and Bishop Howe was known for his ministry in the slums on the east side of London, done for little pay and with no social prestige. He took public transport rather than the private coach that was used by many of the bishops in his day, working and living among the poorer people. His parishioners, in fact, called him the poor man's bishop. But it was in witnessing the lives of these common, hardworking, struggling people that Howe wrote, Thou wast their rock, their fortress, and their might. Thou, Lord, their captain in the well-fought fight. Thou in the darkness drear, their one true light. Alleluia, alleluia. And it was in the hardships of life and in the broken down and wearied souls that he wrote to proclaim and to remind them. And when the strife is fierce, the warfare long, steals on the ear the distant triumph song and hearts are brave again and arms are strong. Alleluia, alleluia. You see, the psalm reminds us in the opening verses that God is on center stage. And this is a mighty amen to God's marvelous work and a reminder that redemption is a bigger reality than individual and personal salvation. It is, in fact, something that moves our vision from our present realities toward a vista that opens out to a cosmic horizon. The God of Psalm 98 is no tribal or localized deity. No, this God is sovereign of all the earth, of all creation. Nothing is outside the sweep of God's salvation, not in our personal or public lives, in our economic or political lives, or in our private or communal lives. Everything, everything is wrapped in God's victory, the source of which is God's steadfast love. This was a radical song sung by the band of exiles, powerless against the mighty nations of the world. And yet in their very existence, in their worship and lives, in their commitment to the ways of God, their own steadfastness, they gave witness to the power of the God of all creation. Friends, the gathered people of God, that's us. And we're invited to sing a new song because the Lord has done marvelous things. Our faltering hope, our wavering joy is renewed because of faith that God is not done with us, is not done with creation. We can find our voices to sing, not because of who we are, but because of who God is. Walter Brueggemann, the renowned Old Testament scholar, wrote of this psalm that praise articulates and embodies our capacity to yield, submit, and abandon ourselves in trust and gratitude to the one whose we are. The ancient song of Psalm 98 inspired Isaac Watts as well to write a poem that would become a new song in his time that continues to lift our hearts today. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare a room and heaven and nature sing. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. Yes, our days are indeed troubling, but Psalm 98 reminds us that God is coming to judge the world with righteousness and the people with equity. And so it pushes us into the future. It asks us to consider what our new song will be, for we know for sure that we cannot, we will not stay the same when God is in our lives. Tricia Lyons Centerfeet, in her commentary on Psalm 98, shared a story from when she was a young mother. It was about a good friend of hers who was diagnosed with cancer. Like she and her husband, her friend and husband had three young children who were counting on her presence and loving guidance as they grew up. 
But after all the treatment possibilities were exhausted without bringing healing, her friend began to face mortality. Now she happened to be a very gifted soprano who brought much joy to all who heard her sing. Every Advent, in fact, she and her husband would sing O Holy Night as their gift to Trish's neighborhood Christmas party. And when her friend realized she only had a short time to live, she said to Trisha, none of us knows the length of our days. So please find the song that makes your heart sing and sing it. Yes, God kept giving her songs in the darkness of cancer. And then one holy night, when the stars were brightly shining, she went out of this life full of hope, singing a new song. Friends, we are called to live in this place of paradox where both suffering and joy are real. We're called to remember that the place where we are today is sacred because no matter where we find ourselves, God is there with us, redeeming, loving, and enfolding us with blessings. Remember, God is our dwelling place. Regardless of our situation or our context, however rich or poor, encouraged or discouraged we are, we find restorative power in singing God's praise. This week, I encourage you to spend time with Psalm 98, giving thanks for those who have sung the song of faith to you and open yourself to the song that God wants to sing through you now. Then together, let us discover what new song we will offer as God's people in this time and place so that the eternal praise continues to echo in our world. The new life that God brings to all of our days promises to transform us and through our faithful actions as co-creators with God to bring justice and hope for the weary, weary world. Cantante Domino. Sing to God a new song. Amen. Let us give thanks to God for the saints of our lives and the witness they have shared with us, even as we continue to walk the journey of faith and make our way to the glory that God is preparing for us. Let us pray. Eternal God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, we praise you for the saints at all times and places who have walked the road of faith before us and beside us. For their witness to your love and their commitment to your justice, for their trust in your mercy, regardless of the circumstance, we give you thanks and praise. God of all creation, we praise you for all your servants who have witnessed to your truth, who have shown us your love, who have inspired us to have hope. By their example of faith, hope, and love, remind us of your calling to join in making your new creation real in this world and the next. God of grace and peace, we praise you for women and men and children who reflect your love into our world. Guide us to continue their faithful work as we too walk in the light of your love. Amen. God of all saints, today we especially remember the saints from among this community who have departed our company over the past year. We thank you for the faithful witness of Everett J. Dodge. Absent from the body, present, present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. Marilyn Limp. Absent from the body, present, present with, with the, the Lord. Lord.
Patricia Mann. Absent from the body, present, present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. Jim Hensley, Jr. Absent from the body, present, present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. Mary Ellen Fibbs. Absent from the body, present, present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. Danny Kazakowski. Absent from the body, present, present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. Mary Jane Bell. Absent from the body, present, present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. We are grateful for all of these and their courage amid strife and their hope in the face of the death. We remember so many other saints who have walked this road with us, whom we now name before you. Let us pray. Lord of all saints, we praise you for evangelists and martyrs whose sacrifices witness to your gospel across time and space. Inspire us by their courage to carry our faith to new places and new people. We pray for the whole church, especially our friends at First United Methodist Church in Arroyo Grande and at University United Methodist Church in Isla Vista. Direct the work of our leaders, especially our Bishop Grant and our Superintendent Jim. Lord of every nation, guide this country, red states and blue states, rural voters and urban voters, young and old. 
as we share in this week's national election. Kindle in each heart an eagerness to understand each other's common needs and to seek the common good. Lord of every blessing, your Christ's blessing was received by those living with poverty, grief, with hunger, thirst, and persecution. We pray for all who suffer this day in any way, for those whose lives are touched by the coronavirus, and especially those closest to us, Carolyn Lucere, and all of who are named in today's published list. On this day when we remember those who have gone before us, O God, continue to inspire us by their faithful witness that we too might join in bringing your justice, mercy, and peace to the whole world. As we walk this pilgrim way, make our faith firm, our hope clear, and our love pure, that we might join the saints of all ages in praise eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining in this time of online worship from First United Methodist Church in Pasadena, California. Remember that you can go back and watch any part of this service again, along with all of our past services and concerts, by visiting our YouTube channel. When you subscribe, you can receive free notifications of all of our future events. You can even share the videos with your family and friends. The weekly bulletin remains one of our most important means of communication, so please take a moment to download it using the link that's found in the video description or in the reminder email that you might have received yesterday. Along with a guide to this worship service, the bulletin includes our weekly prayer list and a page detailing the ways that you can take part in helping others through our weekly social service ministry and in cooperation with our ministry partners here in the community. There are also a number of announcements in the bulletin. Today is the deadline to let Pam Marks know if you can supply items for the online Harvest Festival. And this Wednesday, November 4th, is the deadline for ordering Christmas greens from the youth. They hope that you will join them in another fundraiser that they also have planned. project started in 1947. World hunger has been steadily declining for a decade, but now it's on the rise. 820 million people are undernourished. Some people only make a dollar and 25 cents a day. You can't even buy a gallon of milk with that. World hunger is on the rise and affecting 8.9% of people globally. Take a step. Take a step. Take a step. Hunger is a huge problem in our world, but you can make a difference. Together, we can make a difference, one step at a time. Join us next Sunday, November 8th for Crop Walk. You can walk in your own neighborhood or bring your mask. And join us for a socially distanced walk from the church. Everyone can participate by making a donation. Check your bulletin or e-news for more information, and let's get moving. Thank you for all the ways that you continue to support our church during this time of separation. Please remember to use our online giving website. There is a link in the video description, or you can click on the donate link found at the top of each page of the church's website. We are separated, but we are not alone. Please keep in touch with us by sharing your prayer requests, life transitions, and asking any questions that you may have using this email address, connect at fumcpasadena .org. Be well, remember to vote, and don't forget to wear your mask. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. It is right and a good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, O God, creator of heaven and earth, God of Abraham and Sarah, God of Miriam and Moses, God of Joshua and Deborah, God of Ruth and David, God of the priests and the prophets, God of Mary and Joseph, God of the apostles and the martyrs, God of our mothers and our fathers, God of our children to all generations, 
and so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night he gave himself up for us, he took bread. And after he had blessed it and given you thanks for it, he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take and eat, for this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after the supper, he took the cup. And after he had given you thanks for it, he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Drink from this, all of you. For this is the sign of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and all in the places that we are, and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his love. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Strengthen us to run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at the heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, O holy God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now, with the confidence that we are children of God, let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body. And when we break the bread, it is a sharing in the body of Christ. And when we drink from the cup, it is a sharing in the life force of Christ. So we gather at this table, at all of our tables, for all are God's table. This table has been set long before we were born. There are places for all who have gone before us, and we take their hands as we approach to be received. You are welcome at this table, Christ's table. The faithful ones are gathered with us from all generations. We lift up the memories of loved ones that we no longer see, and we open our hearts to the presence of loved ones who are with God, for God is present with us. This is the table of reconciliation, of forgiveness, of restoration. This is the table for all the saints of God. Come, eat, for all things are ready. I invite you now at home to take the gifts that you have gathered of bread and juice uh, and to share them one with another.
And now, as we conclude our time of communion, please join us in prayer. We thank you, O God, for your life, pulsing in creation, revealed in Christ, renewed in resurrection, and available to us now. Thank you for touching us again with your life through bread and wine, for joining our lives with yours through Jesus, and for renewing resurrection in our hearts through your Holy Spirit. Amen. Receive now the benediction. Go on your way rejoicing, surrounded as you are by such a great cloud of witnesses. Take courage as you face each new challenge and comfort when you pick yourself up from a fall. And in whatever good you choose to do, proceed it with hope, accompany it with prayer, and follow it with praise. Cantante Domino, sing to God a new song and the blessing of God most wonderful whom the saints have trusted as Creator, Son, and Holy Spirit will be with you now and forevermore. Amen.